Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Conversations Against Living Miserably, a podcast where we try to find solace in a world where our brains are usually against us. My name is Aaron Gillis, and each week I'll be joined by... Me, Lauren Patterson. Each week we chat to a different guest about how they try and live their life without misery. But we try and do it with a little bit of laughter, because otherwise that sounds like a pretty gloomy idea for a podcast. This podcast is brought to you in partnership with Dave, the TV channel, and Calm, the campaign against living miserably. Morning, and welcome back to a podcast that raises money for charity by talking to funny people about how miserable everything is. I mean, the podcast is a lot more nuanced than that, but I have to try and sum it up in a single sentence, so here we are. This week's guest is Sophie Duker. Sophie is a stand-up comedian and writer who, in 2019, was nominated for Best Newcomer at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival for her show Venus, and has been on Mot the Week, 8 Out of 10 Cats, and Frankie Boyle's New World Order. Today we talked to Sophie about stress, making... Stress! Don't know why I say it like that. Stress, making time for yourself, and potato waffles. A lot of good potato waffle chat in this episode, if you're a potato waffle fan. If you could like, subscribe, rate, review, and do all that jazz, uh, that would be absolutely wonderful. And whilst you're doing that, here is Lauren and myself bothering Sophie Duca for a while. And what, Aaron? No, I can't stop it. It's so nice. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Conversations Against Living Miserably, where we are joined by the one, the only, 
There may be more, but not as good. <laughs> Sophie Duca! Yay! <laughs> there may be more, but they're not as good. <laughs> um, I'm so pleased to be here representing Sophie Duca's everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, I'm the spokeswoman. Excellent. So you came Excellent. to the right gal. <laughs> How are you two? No one ever asked how we are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that's really weird. Sorry. No. Yeah, <laughs> oh, um, God. How am I? Why are you asking me? That's, that's a conversation for after the podcast. Okay. All right. <laughs> I nearly bought purple hair dye in the break, so I don't know if that means I'm good or bad. Oh. That sounds like maybe I'm bad. No, I didn't mean it. <laughs> <laughs> I was I looking at like... It. Oh, wait. Is it for your general life? Yeah. I was looking at the coloured hair dye, and I was like, oh, maybe I could put a bit of colour in my hair, and I got as far as getting to the till, and I was like, sleep on this decision. Maybe this is a... <laughs> breakdown decision no <laughs> do not dye your hair purple I'm going to have purple hair tomorrow you're going to have purple yeah. hair tomorrow yeah yep. how's your mental health Florence I got purple hair yeah. <laughs> can you not tell yep. I changed my hair recently and I feel weird about it really but I mean I'm going to change it back so it's fine yeah. I never have hair for very long <laughs> um, but I was like oh who is this who how does she feel why does she have this hair oh god <laughs> um, so yeah it's very it's a big thing yeah mm. Every time I feel low, I want to shave my head, and I don't know where the yeah. feeling comes from. Also, Britney. I've got a really lumpy head, so I look really <laughs> weird and gross. Um, anyway, sorry. Yes. Get your <laughs> head bumps you. out. Uh, first question is, when was the last time you felt calm? Oh, the last time I felt calm, I think was... Uh, the last time I felt calm was probably last week. I was on a boat. Ooh. I know, very fancy. I was on a boat. <laughs> I was on a cruise ship that I'd been performing on. I was off the coast of Porto Venere, which is a place in Italy that I didn't know about before. I was on the coast of Porto Venere. I was on a boat. It was a boat with 700 lesbians on it. And one of the women on the boat was a seer. And she had just communed with my dead ancestors. Is this relatable? Wow. Yes. <laughs> you had me at 700 lesbians on a boat, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, that was this is, yeah, sold. That's, that's when I last felt calm. But this is after it had happened and then I cried. And then, like, briefly I felt mm. calm. That's a really good one. Yeah, we need to get a boat. <laughs> I was thinking more of a seer than the boat. Outside, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you call herself a seer. I mean, yeah, what did she say she was? An Intuit? Ooh. It sounds a bit like Inuit, which is, I think, why I avoided saying it. Even right. though Inuit is the correct thing to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But she was not an Inuit. She Are you quite a spiritual California. person when it comes to this no, sort of thing? Oh, no. Uh, no, I just met her on the boat. <laughs> you couldn't escape. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been to a see Inuit once and um, a festival in Australia when I was 18 and she told me that me and my girlfriend were going to break up so uh, me and my girlfriend were there mm-hmm. uh, together and then we left and two weeks later we broke up wow. so I am I, I believe it I would quite like we had this guy at uni and he was fantastic and he would hold your hands and look in your eyes and he would tell you things and we were all like yeah yeah whatever and then there was one lad and he did it to him on a night out and this was quite one of the like cool laddie lads very nice boy and his face just went white as a and he was like how do you know those things how could you possibly know those things so then I went off to him drunk on a night out and I was like do me do me and he, it was everything he said and I didn't know him particularly well I knew him from like nights out he knew like things and bits about my character and stuff and I was like this is weird this is and I walked away from it and I was like kind of felt good but at the same time also was like do that yeah, and then he disappeared at the end of first year what, in a puff of smoke yeah I was like was he was he ever really there did I imagine him does he just appear to freshers uh, to guide them uh, 
my God. We will get back to interviewing you in a second, but I've got another story. Um, <laughs> I used to be a theatre technician and I was doing sound for a gig where this medium came on stage and he did the thing of like, um, does anyone have a relative beginning with a G and all that sort of stuff? Mm-hmm. And it's quite random. And he was doing this talk with this woman and he said, so I've got the name uh, Josephine in my head. And she went, no, no idea who that is. And he kept going. He was like, it's definitely Josephine. Mm-hmm. And he lost it and told her that she was uh, wrong and she was a liar and that she should fuck off and then moved on to the next <laughs> person and lost the entire audience. Wow. It was amazing. Just like had a complete, like just wow. really. Wow, wow. So, yeah, maybe I don't, I'm on the fence when it comes to mediums and seers. Yeah. But do you think she was a liar? I think. <laughs> like, why was he so convinced? I don't do you think know. he had like underhand information? And... Yeah. Maybe like one of the spirits are just next to him trying to take the piss and really just kind of show him up. Psych. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't shout it. Don't shout a woman. No, especially <laughs> if she's recently lost someone. Yeah. I think that's just a general rule of thumb. Yeah. <laughs> For life. Uh, when was the first time you became aware of mental health being a thing, be it oh. in a positive or negative way? Ah, sorry, I'm making very <laughs> crazy noise. Uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. I'm not sure. I remember watching the film Girl Interrupted. <laughs> I don't know when that was released. Obviously, when you like grow up and learn to speak, there are words like psycho or you're mm-hmm. crazy and stuff like that. But I don't have any people in my immediate family, I would say, who've suffered from severe mental health conditions. I do have like some very close relatives who have like a neurodivergent, like autistic and stuff like that, but not people who are diagnosed with stuff like being like bipolar or like even I'm sure that I don't know. Like it's my family don't really speak about people having depression, even though I'm pretty sure <laughs> that's the thing that's happened. So I think I probably as like a young teenager, probably doing stuff you watching, maybe not Girl Interrupted itself, but watching like, yes, in the outside world, it felt like a very outside thing for me. Yeah. So it was probably like in adolescence when I was kind of like, oh, this is a thing that people talk about mm-hmm. or is that it's affecting people. Mm. Mm. It's quite difficult. It's quite weird, isn't it? It's like it is not anything that's really brought up as kids yeah. ever. It's always everyone we've asked. It's always kind of a teenager into kind of early 20s. Thing. Yeah. You never really learn about it at this all. This is why I think it's good that things are changing because my nephew's primary school, and it's a rough school. Sorry, any of my old teachers who are listening, but <laughs> we are, aren't we? We're a rough bunch. <laughs> and they've got like a, a counsellor for the kids at the school. And obviously they don't know it's a counsellor. I'll not use that real name, um, but they don't know it's a counsellor. They're like, oh, it's Mary. We just go see Mary. And I'm like, isn't that nice to teach kids from a young age? Like, it's cool to talk about your feelings. Mm. Like, never. And I want to say it wasn't that long ago I went to primary school, but it was. But even <laughs> still, like, for things to change in yeah. a relatively modern space of time. I've just remembered that we did have, well, I mean, like, when I was at school and it was again, like, young teenage, I think one girl lost her dad. Mm-hmm. And also, oh my God, I'm just remembering loads of stuff. I repress loads. <laughs> but also, like, a lot of girls had, like, eating disorders and so mm. that they would see, yeah. like, a cancer as well. I just remembered that one of my friends died and I was like, why don't we get counselling? But it was because she was no longer at school. So that's wow. why we didn't get counselling. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, all that stuff. Are but yeah, I guess around the time when yeah. you start have, like growing up and having, well, not start having eating disorders, but like when that kind of comes into your world, but it's mm. kind of, if you're not directly affected, then you're like, oh, this person's lost someone. Mm-hmm. They're going on from doing that stuff. And it's not a conversation that happens. Even then, if it's someone in the class that's like going through something, yeah. Yeah. they get the special treatment and they yeah. get taken off to And it'll it. be like, well, such and such is having a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Or having a struggle and you're just like, okay, I'm going to go back to not caring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Because <laughs> I am an ignorant teenager. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> Are you good at, like, um, being able to sort of keep in check and, like, on top of your mental health in general? I think I have been. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting less good at it. <laughs> yeah. Fun. I-, I think I used to be very, like, get things done and not necessarily be in touch with my feelings. But now that I'm, like, busy, I mean, not that, I mean, when I was a kid, I had places to be. <laughs> um, but now I think like life seems like very busy and chaotic and if you're not mm-hmm. careful you just end up saying yes to too many things or feeling like you're not saying yes to enough things or like lots of ideas so I think like now life feels like kind of unmanageable sometimes and I'm less good at being like just get on get to that play date just keep, <laughs> keep walking so yeah I think it's something that I'm now more conscious of trying to manage whereas before I was just like I'm just me mm-hmm. and I probably wouldn't notice the signs of being stressed out when they happened I'd just yeah. be like oh I was that, that was weird how I just couldn't get out of bed <laughs> let's go to the club <laughs> do you take any like time for yourself or are you kind of do you thrive in being busy why do you have to be like that no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I find it quite hard to take time for myself, but I do it in a very feast and famine way. So I'm like, I'm gonna do that, and I'm not gonna do anything else. I find it hard, I think, to have a balanced time. So I'll be like, oh, look at all, let's get all this self care in, yeah, or have like a little holiday, uh, which I did after the Edinburgh Fringe, which was nice. But that was kind of isolation. In my normal life, I think sometimes I'm subject to like the whims of what happens, and not great at having boundaries. Like, say, if someone else like really close to me is having an emotional time, I'm like, oh god, I guess I'm just gonna feel weird and uneasy and terrible forever (laughs) so yeah I think boundaries would be good Mm, I'm bad with boundaries I'm really bad I'm bad at like I I think I try and get too involved with other people sometimes I like to fix and then I feel like maybe sometimes I don't set up enough boundaries so I think I'm guilty of sharing to the not necessarily the wrong people but in the wrong places I need to put up some put up some walls put up some walls (laughs) but not too many walls that's another problem (laughs) (laughs) Um, what kind of self care do you bring into your day to day to make sure that you are kind of grounded and looking like I suppose looking after yourself is the wrong term but just making sure that you're on an even keel I think that I should sleep more like when I was at uni there was always like a guy that was just like you'd not be able to get him up and he'd always Mm -hmm. just and I'd just be like look at this like you know ridiculous like I don't know I just I felt like one I was like you're missing things if you're asleep but also I was just like has no one ever made you get up for anything Mm -hmm. Mm. but I just like now think you'd be able to sleep that long I just think it's amazing yeah like, why wouldn't you be asleep yeah. all the time? And also not really caring if you like miss an alarm. Like maybe not good for like everyday stuff. But I remember there was always someone who was like, "We're not going to see him." Like he's if there's no one like physically there to get him up, he's not going to respond to his phone. I think being able to like self care. Maybe this shouldn't be a self care thing, but saying no to things that you don't have to do, or just not really caring if like the phone is ringing or something's happening, or if there's a party is good, and just being able to switch off and be like yeah. to like flop. <laughs> um, something that I haven't been able to do for a little while is like. This sounds gross, but um, it's, <laughs> it's like go for a run. Mm. I really like running. What am I running from? I don't know, but I love <laughs> running because it's like it is just really easy. Like I don't have to go to a class. Like no one, I don't like no one's really judging me because like you're going like even if very slowly, like slightly faster than everyone else. Mm-hmm. And then it makes me feel like I've done something amazing when I've gone for a run. I don't really like gyms. No, I don't. I would I I like the idea of going to a class and being like, hey guys, and then like like wrapping up my boxing <laughs> things, but then it's like all the anxiety of like who you're going to partner up with and people yeah. not wanting to be I'm just like just run just run <laughs> uh, so when I leave here <laughs> I'm going 
going to run. And I like cooking mm. and spending time with nice people. <laughs> Can I do all those things, please? <laughs> this, I mean, this is nice. I mean, yeah. this is this is like, you know, oh, it's yeah, fine. It's fine. It's okay. Yeah, okay fine. It's okay. I've got a tea. It's nice people. <laughs> I think things like cooking and running, they come up quite a bit. And I think it is because it's that focus mm. and there's an end result. Whereas like, if you're like, oh, I need to write this thing, you're like, you can put that off forever. But when you're cooking, you're like, i got to do this. i got to do that. I gotta do... And when you're running, you're like, i got to stop at some point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I think I like about uh, cooking is that, not to brag, but I'm really good at cooking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, it's in no way part of my like work or like stuff I'd get paid for or people even assessing me for. I just get to like make nice food for myself or other people or try out like different ingredients and stuff. And so mm. there's like real like joy in it because it's not stressful, but yeah. it is like, it isn't boring and it isn't just <sighs> like mm-hmm. flopping and not doing anything. Yeah. So it's kind of like, that's cool. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. a go-to like if you say for feeling really down and really like what would you like go-to comfort food this meal is gonna sorry to ed and james if this has become an off menu but (laughs) (laughs) i'm talking about food specifically in relation to depression (laughs) (laughs) whereas you're only talking about it kind of in a sideways way oh my god a comfort food for me to make yes okay so i think I don't I, I don't have a food that pops to mind, but a thing that I think my housemate was like, this is always happening if you're in the kitchen, is that I just start caramelising some onions. <laughs> <laughs> I just love caramelising onions. So it takes a while. Like and then you like figure out what you're gonna 
make with the yeah. rest of it. And also, if you caramelize, okay. So what, my friend, I think like it's I don't sort think of, I know how to caramelize oh, onions. You just cook, you just cook. I mean, there are different techniques. Oh <laughs> wow! She sent me a recipe for twelve-hour caramelized onions. Oh wow! Which I was like, not with like a slow cooker, like on the hob. Which I was like, this is you know, I was going to say madness, but I was like, maybe that's not the right. Yeah, <laughs> and it's also probably not accurate. But I was just like, this it sounds incredible. But you get this like, if you have, like caramelize a red onion, you could turn really excited, like a sort of like the jet, like it's sort of like Ooh. just falling, like really like when it's proper. It's a, but you can also caramelise onions in like 15, 10 minutes, kind of. They make everything better. You can put them in noodles, you can put them Ooh. on a sandwich, put them in like a base and they just make everything like sweeter and better. Like that's the foundation of everything, caramelised <laughs> onions. Just that, start with okay, that. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, less relatable than the lesbian cruise of the sea. <laughs> What's yours if you have to make something? What I asked for last night because I was feeling a bit down and Matt was like, I'll cook like whatever you want and I like a jack of potato oh. with loads of butter and tuna but with vinegar oh, I don't gross. have tuna meal Sorry. I have tuna <laughs> vinegar <laughs> and I will have literally like it is gross how much vinegar I'll have like <laughs> I'm like an animal Matt'll stop and I'll be like he's like no I've already put so much vinegar on I'm like no cheese more. Mm, he included cheese last night and I was not happy so that was not not on the wish list but I thought well he has put them in the oven so go yes, on yeah, he's treat yourself great some cheese and I think because when I was a kid that's what we'd sometimes have on like a weekend in front of like Saturday night telly oh. we'd have like jack of potatoes and like sort of like little nibbles and stuff like that I think to me that's the food where I'm like it's easy it doesn't require much effort from me put a potato in the oven and then this nice warm buttery thing with loads of acid tuna on it yeah. acid <laughs> tuna nice. things that are hot that you can hold I mean you're not going to hold a potato are you going to I do just you're close go- to me <laughs> Fix me, please, carbohydrates. <laughs> What's yours? Bird's eye potato waffles. Oh, Ooh. anything on them? Oh. Uh, curveball, uh, Marmite sandwich. Oh, really? gross. Yeah. Oh, my God, you guys are... Fuck off judging me for me tuna. And you, you... Oh, did you I pull, say something? You pulled yeah, a face. I saw the face. Yeah. yeah, Marmite sandwich with a bird's eye potato waffle. Oh. Yeah. So is it just you, like, zhuzh Marmite and then squish them together? Heck, yeah. Like... Uh... <laughs> tuna vinegar, come on. It's You're not... like a really depressed no. Paddington. <laughs> <laughs> instead of like a nice marmalade sandwich you're like no I'm just going to put some marmite between some waffles and think about what I've done oh god I mean you do you yeah. I guess if you like marmite yeah. and that's a fundamental yeah. thing then probably that's not gross but any almost any filling between two potato waffles that was like gooey I'd think how I'd do find. you hold it though if the waffles hot uh, you, you eat it quick enough that you, it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> eat it like a duck maybe this is a, yeah, like a duck. this has been a big cry for help for years that I've been doing this to myself yeah, even <laughs> making them really ostentatiously in front of people. Why are your hands always burned, Darren? <laughs> no reason I don't want to talk about it. Uh, should probably start talking. Stop talking. I think we very much are talking about mental health, yeah? <laughs> Mr. Marmite Waffle. Thanking you. Um, during Edinburgh, because you are so busy all the time, was there anything that you do for yourself then to kind of make sure that you are... Ooh. Because oh. I find that like Edinburgh is the one time where people just forget to look after themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's predictable, but I cooked and I ran. Nice. Mm-hmm. I yep. made these, like, I think maybe three times, I made like a big brunch for like everyone in my flat. Oh, nice. Which is really nice. And I really liked doing it. And also it's because, I, I don't know, I have a real mum thing of I really like that I'd just be like with the pancakes or something or like sorting something out and no one would be talking to me. Because mm. they'll be like, yeah, great, we're getting breakfast, like having a chat. And I'd be like, it's fine. So like, I could just make these pancakes. Yeah. yeah. 
I made myself an unpaid servant <laughs> for other people. Oh, and the reason that I ran in Edinburgh, the reason I ran specifically in Edinburgh, because running in Edinburgh is horrible because you bump into other comedians mm-hmm. and it rains and, I mean, it's beautiful, but it's horrible. It's because there are so many great dogs in Edinburgh. Yes. Oh yes. my God, yes, <laughs> yeah. please. Just walking, like, there was actually less dog dance than there have been in previous years. I don't know. It, there was, it was a low dog year. In a low Edinburgh dog this year. year. Probably yeah. Brexit. That Probably. is too expensive to take dogs this year. That is true. <laughs> I just love that idea of like I don't know why I'm having a bit of an existential crisis over this one but of like outside of work and monetizing your talent and stuff like that of having something that you're good at that you can be proud of like cooking mm-hmm. I don't think I've got anything like that do you, do you have anything that you do outside of work that you're like I know mm. I'm good at this and I can be proud of it at the finished result oh, like again I'm not great at cooking but now uh, I got a boyfriend you know I've talked about him for two series <laughs> um, but I like having someone to cook for so I quite like mm. that because then I'll, I'll cook for myself and be like oh, this is fine but he's like oh no this is really nice I'm alright at cooking but I'm quite like I'm going to say the word crafty but not in a like I'm going to steal your things not in that kind of I'm quite right. being evil like, I love like making stuff yeah. I'm quite like sort of so times like birthdays and Christmas I think I'm very good at being thoughtful and putting thought into things and I quite like that that makes me feel nice like my mum for Christmas hi mum she's listening <laughs> she liked my coat that I'd just bought and I saw it on sale so I went and got her like a similar one and I've never felt more excited to give someone Aww. a present Aww. and I think I'm quite I know that's probably not something to be proud of being good at but I think I'm just good at like being thoughtful and no, like that's a great thing. knowing a when one. people need a treat being like hand making things I remember when I left school and I made like collages of pictures of me and all my friends and gave them like that Aww. they've probably burned them by now but <laughs> oh, you're really nice <laughs> you're great. that's really lovely yeah. oh, a... oh I'm shit oh. I don't have anything like that yeah. <laughs> oh. good at other making other people feel good might not be a, a, a great skill but if you want a collage <laughs> I'll do you a collage uh, should we play some anxiety bingo <laughs> would you rather yes <laughs> absolutely right. this is a good one this this would probably make you freak out Aaron oh god <laughs> would you rather worry you've said the wrong thing in a conversation oh, or god. worried you've not said enough in the conversation oh wrong wrong thing mm-hmm. yeah I mean if it's like a normal conversation if it's not like a paddle show that'll be yeah. like oh god I've got to have said the right thing but I think I'm always like what have I said mm-hmm. especially as sometimes I'm very like unplanned and I'm like oh maybe uh, yeah I, I kind of tie myself in knots of having said the wrong thing mm-hmm. I'm the have same I? but I'll, I'll think about it for days afterwards as well it just mm. won't leave my brain really yeah because uh, yeah. like, when I first met you downstairs mm. the first thing I said was yeah it's been a bit of a long day because we've done quite a few of these yeah. my brain went oh god now she thinks that like it, she shouldn't yeah. be here yeah. and I've been thinking about it ever since oh. like, and I will think about it for at least two more days as well. yeah. I'll just be cringing and it's just that's how like my brain mm-hmm. latches onto those stupid little thoughts oh, I should, I, should I tell you the thing that I've been worried about since we met downstairs yep. okay so I didn't look up what the address was <laughs> and then they were like oh where are you going and I was like I don't know if, like, if it's the name of the company or the name of the building so I just said Lauren because <laughs> I saw the address and then I was like you'd be like oh you're going to do a podcast with just Lauren <laughs> so I thought you'd be really pissed off at me <laughs> being like here to see Lauren yeah. yeah so I'm Lauren's the money maker in this situation I just hang around and make um, stupid uh, quip we did see four dogs before though that was fun well, yeah, it has oh, been a good day yeah. you saw four dogs for this, po- for this podcast that would be they, amazing they, 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 they were downstairs and Aaron was like uh, you can go wait in the booth if you want and I was like I'm going to look at the dogs <laughs> and I just big and dogs st- or little dogs there was one big boy and he was excited he was having a great time oh. and then I thought there was two little boys but there was three and one had just blended into the other one and it was the greatest reveal of all time oh my god <laughs> oh. that sounds fantastic I was like yes showstopper <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm the opposite, by the way. I used to worry. Well, I do worry that I've said the wrong thing. But someone made a comment a while ago. Five years, to be precise, or something. <laughs> and now I worry I haven't said enough. I think I've spoke about this in the past, and I think I made you cut it out. But I'm ready to talk about it. I'm ready to talk now. <laughs> I met a friend's, um, like, girlfriend when they just started going out years ago, like, probably three, four years ago. And she commented on a video of me recently saying how rude I was. So, obviously, instantly, I was like, oh, my God, worried I'd said the wrong thing. I was like, what? So, I reached out to him him and I was like I've upset her if I've said the wrong thing because I've seen it I've seen the comment and he was like oh no it was that you didn't say enough and she thought you were quite rude because of it so now ever since then I'm worried that I don't say enough and that people think I'm rude oh. because I don't participate in the conversation enough uh. so weird it originally started as like oh my god I've said the wrong I've accidentally said something or I've made a joke and she's been like well I don't know her you know and you're doing like trying to do the file of facts through your head of what did I say and it turned out it wasn't anything I said it was that I didn't say enough and now I have this constant sort of thing in the back of my I'll be in a conversation I'm like when was the last time you spoke oh my god they think you're rude oh my god <laughs> I mean... they think you're so bored and then I'll just be like mangoes and everyone's like, oh, everyone's like she well she contributed yeah. 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 she wants those mangoes <laughs> I still think I used to feel like that about some people but I think it's always because they made me feel a bit insecure like they mm. were very cool or very mm-hmm. like beautiful or something um, but I have felt like that and I felt like that a little bit this weekend where for some reason um, I decided to go and hang out with my ex and his new girlfriend um, but they live in France mm-hmm. because they are French and I think that because I'm insecure about speaking French badly I obviously won't say that much but I think they'll be like mm. oh she's not very interesting yeah. or she's not very friendly so I try and really overcompensate by being like <laughs> yeah. talking all about the discotheque <laughs> cool, like what I do on the weekends <laughs> it's, uh, it's a fun time yeah. uh, we've got about five minutes left Lovely. Our final question Uh is, if you could go back to your younger self and give yourself some advice on mental health or living without misery, what would you tell yourself? Oh, I would tell my younger self that, I I, I do know what I'm going to say for this, but I just don't want it to sound too dark. I think think that I would say that sometimes you're the best person to know what really happened and how you felt about it. Mm -hmm. I think that there was like... uh, when I was little, I had I like spent some time away from my parents, and I was also coincidentally had like a very like emotionally turbulent time where I had like lots of tantrums, and like there was one time when I like didn't eat. But like I think my family either like didn't understand it or just like thought it was just some like weird behaviour that I was having. Mm-hmm. Whenever like when I've spoken about it, people about it as an adult, they're like, "Oh, that sounds traumatizing," and I was like, "No, it was a fun time. It was like a funny story. <laughs> like that time when like, I just didn't eat." any food until uh, my dad came back so <laughs> I think it's like you. sometimes people will tell you what an emotion is or tell you how you should feel about something if you know that you feel a certain kind of way it's okay to it's okay to feel that way and not mm-hmm. to have like a, a like you know adopt someone else's narrative if it's not something that you believe is true that's a good yeah, one that's a lovely really one good. Yeah. thank you so thank much you thank you very much lovely, lovely. we we'll hope you can take something from this podcast away with you in your day to day life Whatever situation you're in, you're not by yourself. We can share our stories, share our experiences. We can help each other know that things do get better. That's another episode completed. Thank you to Sophie for letting us bother her for a bit. Uh, Thank you to Lauren as well, obviously. Thank you to Dave for letting us make this podcast. And thank you to Calm for all the amazing work they do. 
And don't forget, you can find out more about them or donate some money as well if you're feeling saucy by going, I don't know why I said feeling saucy, uh, by going to www.thecarmzone.net. And until then, uh, well, uh, yeah, that's it. Bye. 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 deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I don't want this one. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. <laughs>